0: Welcome to another episode of Unchurched Podcast. I'm your host, Marcus. I have with me senior elder of Zion Assembly, Riley Wingfield, uh, Ron, Glenn, and Jetu, all of Zion Assembly as well. How's everybody hey. doing? Doing good. What's right. right. so up, right. right. right, Marcus? Doing awesome, awesome, awesome. Glad to be here. Really excited about this episode and just to um, speak with my brothers and sister, um, this episode is somewhat of a continuation of the last episode, so if you haven't checked that out, please go back and listen to that first. Um, <clears throat> but we're going to speak about um, the GD- GDO, which is a Global Day of Offering, and um, give you a little bit of background about that and then what the consequence to that was. And so um, I'll just ask my pastor right now um, and give he'll give you a little bit of background um, about what it is and then the consequences to that. So if you could just kind of explain what happened and um, um, the effect of, of, of coming together
1: on that day. Mm-hmm. Okay, Marcus, yeah. Well, the global day of offering is as the term dictates. It's, it was a global day, a day of uh, prayer, where our Congress, Congress WBN, um, had prepared our hearts to make an offering to God that we can stand in a position of representation um, that we are praying and we have prayed and ask God to recognize as a standard being lived by the whole body of Christ and that addresses a whole lot of things that Christ might see when he looks at his church he's coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. And if you think about it, um, that would mean that there is an issue of excellence and exactness um, that he sees in the body of Christ. He he also said, when I come back, will I find faith on the earth? Hmm. So we know in the day of his appearing, there's a standard that God is looking for in Christ. And Christ is a living expression of response to the redeeming grace that is found in Jesus' death and resurrection. And so it's a process that we are learning how to uh, adapt ourselves to walk by faith and not by sight, to live in Christ as we're in the world. So our Congress, which is a collection of upwards to 20,000 churches, and that number is not picked uh, in a a way of um, pride or arrogance or a sense of accomplishment, it just happens, it is what it is over so many years of reaching out to pastors, God has expanded our influence across all the continents and we are in 21 or so nations across the face of the earth, we have languages of people who speak languages that are very, very different from ours and God breached those barriers and is able to, by his grace, the grace of the apostolic, he was able to join people's hearts together who would otherwise not know one another for various many reasons, and created this huge body of believers all under one guidance, one grace. And so a day of prayer was called to bring us all together, Mm -hmm. who have journeyed in the way we consecrate ourselves, doesn't elevate us over any other church it's just that the mission and journey we're on is very focused on our attitude and of obedience and um so god put us on a process of aligning ourselves or making personal adjustments within each senior elder each pastor of those churches um, and we went as far as visiting those churches to sit with those pastors mm-hmm. and prophetically um, engage them with um Opportunities to shed whatever ways um, that would be unproductive in their life, but also to help them um, structure their churches, because as God engaged us with them, we found many churches that were in different levels of development, um, different sized churches, didn't matter, but many of them had need for structure to be given to them beyond just the teaching of of the, of the gospel. And so the process that we've been involved in has been so comprehensive for not only the senior elder's life, but for the structure of his ministry, the structure of his leaders around him, mm-hmm. um, putting him on a path of being able to engage God at a whole other level of hearing and giving him a network, a resource to work with for further development and a body of believers um, internationally who he can identify with become stronger than standing alone and these are in cases many cases very strengthening to churches that come out of villages and places where um very difficult to find and get to people who are a whole, whole other station of life than what we would know here in the u.s um but all of them have become one people together and so we brought all of this diversity together in one day of prayer in one purpose to offer ourselves before the lord so Certain songs were developed right within our Congress to lead us in a path of devotion and worship, preparing ourselves to come before God all in one way on the same day. And that's what happened on the Global Day of Offering. All of that journey, all of that process, all of that focused intent to walk in a pattern of exactness and appropriating ourselves to allow God to make us new, that all came together. We made an offering of our journey, offering of ourselves to the Lord. And so really it was a day of consecration. And what happened on that day was recorded. Mm-hmm. And people can listen to those recordings if they want to. They can go online to Congress WBN. Um, or they can go on our, um, our radio station um, to listen to um, many reports that were given from around the world. Different ones are interviewed and listen to songs that were sang that day, sung that day, um, and um, they can, they, Congress, um, um, gosh, I'm thinking, uh, can't. nonetheless, uh, they, they can go online to our radio station and listen to this. But since that day, um, we're walking in a different place than God. I mean, there's a major, there was a global silence given where we all paused for a couple of weeks to just, sit in silence before god in a way to say well we've done we've given you all we don't know where you're at with this at this point so we're not going to be hasty in determining our next direction and so the lord has spoken and give us another direction and that direction is to go out now to all of these churches and offer the resources that god has given to us over the years to help them rebuild their ministries and rebuild their lives and um um and it has been amazing we all feel that god is speaking to us from another level of expectation another level of intent he's received our offering and um and we're walking in a more mature more enlightened more insightful place in the lord and and these are i know are all spiritual definers but we can relate them if you've been on a journey with god and you have a way of hearing him and you've made a a devotion to him um, you know what it's like when you get up off your knees. You know what it's like once you've done that, mm-hmm. that you've made a sacrifice of many things in your life. So now that as you approach those things again, you remember that I sacrificed in this issue so I can, I'm can i fresh to start over. I don't have to remember how things went. I don't I have to remember where I was were striving. I'm not striving anymore. Where I failed, I'm not dealing with that failure anymore. Where I was... Um, um, focused with a lot of energy now i 'm trusting and so we can recognize where the difference are in our own individual lives and certainly in our own church here at Marcus uh, and guys um, um, we're walking with a different level of, of of journeying together for God to build our our congregation our community um, with a deeper level of intensity to walk in love with each other and to and to hear him and look forward to what way um, we can all be productive and fruitful, as Jesus said, in, in our life that um, God will be honored and pleased with um, with um, who we are and how we um, hear his voice. And maturity is the battle cry. Let's all work together to mature. Maturity in the body of Christ is what God is after today, and that's where we're headed.
0: Right. I think the thing that um, really was so powerful to me. And and Glenn and I, we were talking about it um, yesterday, um, just about how God will use periods in time or whatever. So it's like he waits for this moment where technology is, you know, um, what it is now. The level, the the way that we can be connected um, to even be able to pray the same thing you know what I mean, all together, collectively, and be able to hear from one side of the earth to the Mm -hmm. other side
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that, yes, we were given um, some speaking points and some things to pray, but what came out of that was very much the same. So we were getting confirmation that what we were hearing from God is, in fact, you know, was from him, and it Mm -hmm. wasn't just, you know, Idea, good ideas that come, came from our, our own thoughts, mm-hmm. but um, it was mm-hmm. just awesome to hear from other people in different languages, different tribes, different nations, um, different places, um, just to see, you know, that what we are doing was ordained by God. It was, mm-hmm. it was a God thing. It mm-hmm. was just man joining for um, the purpose that he wanted in the earth. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess to kind of pivot, I just wanted to um, kick it over to Ron and have him share a little bit about what that day meant to him and then what he's seen um, since then, like what changes he's seen.
3: Um, that day for me was uh, a day of joy, um, a day of victory, of a day of knowing that God is with us um, no matter, you know, if you're from the U.S., if you're from uh, um, Trinidad or Africa, um, that his fragrance and his structure um, it is not is not only present but it's overwhelming, um, and it's also showcased that day that God is a loving God. Um, it's just to um, see the body of people. Um, that we represented that day um was an overwhelming experience for me to know that we stand with you know many that has nothing that we stand with um um those who be- who are lost in the attributes of this world or lost in the uh um not knowing who they are uh, but we represented them that day um that the spirit of god can find them and bring them back on track to knowing who they are, um, it's a trans, it was a transforming day, in the sense of, um, getting our minds right, to place the things of God ahead, ahead of our, the, the things of men, to, to better equip our families, to build stronger bonds with our families, and, um, in our communities, to be, to be more engaging, in, um, being more focused on things that represents the attributes of God, um, Mm -hmm. Uh, it's just changed my life in the sense of, you know, knowing that you're on the right path, knowing that um, you, you, you're you not alone, um, knowing that no matter um, what obstacles come, that um, the Spirit of God is alive and it's, it's, it's breathing and, and it's, it's moving and it's doing things that no man on this earth can do. Right. Um, so it was just an honor to be part of um, brethren, um, brothers and sisters that um, sees the same God that I see. Um, and um, able to communicate effectively, though our languages are different, mm-hmm. able to sing the same songs, um, just able to have that same joy, um, just our spirits were joined together as one and it, it, it was a just impo- a powerful impact um that you know words could not even explain it because our spirits were joined together, and once we gathered together, it was just it, it felt like we knew each other forever, mm-hmm. uh, that we came from the same. Um, uh, livelihood. The same uh, group. It was. It was just a sink. Um, that that was overwhelming and 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 powerful. Um, so it was as Pastor just stated. It, it was just um a, a day of pretty much saying, God, here we are. What's next for us? We want to offer ourselves to you and see what else you you're planning for our lives and um, um, knowing that there was just. For you um, and to you, so it was just a powerful day that uh, that is a great impact, everlasting impact. A day that we can go back to and and pull pull from to move forward in our journey currently.
4: Right, right. So, Glenn, what what did that day mean for you? Um, (laughs) It's funny as Ron was speaking, I got a little bit uh, nervous the moment he mentioned the word joy because I was like, oh, no, he's going to take my, my answer. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I, I could talk about the day, the Global Day of Offering from a, uh, a couple of perspectives. Um, I guess I'll start with, in my mind, just taking a step back as you looked across whatever room, because you, our Global Day of Offering was happening, as was said earlier, in multiple rooms, multiple locations across the, across the globe. But um, where I was standing um, in Wilmington, Delaware, and we sat in a room and you looked back across the room as the events of the day were happening, and you stepped, you know, kind of almost outer body experience, and you're thinking to yourself, kind of the sense of awe, just the sheer magnitude of what was happening. Um, I remember that morning thinking inside of my head like wow this is this is almost like chapter One in the next book of Acts in the volume and deeds of God's Saints. It felt like a very historic thing that that legitimately was a a part of the next canon of what God was doing on the earth so like it, that that's a really really, really um hard to describe. Feeling that what I was seeing created in my heart, right? And I think as people all across the room and all across the world were feeling that same thing, our hearts were literally touching on something that's very hard to put into words. Um, um, joy, literally unspeakable, you know, and and loving kindness that's better than life. Things that I that we were taught about in in the scriptures, and we read those verses over and over again but i don't i can't really say that i've ever felt them as tangibly as i felt that day right and so i think the cool thing even though we're talking about an event that almost scary to say it was already 3 months ago i don't know where that time went but i feel like that that sense of joy as ron alluded to it has kind of stuck with us and it's something that even when you go back and 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 do a litmus test of your your inner spirit you you go back to check that moment every now and then and that joy is still there it really hasn't really gone anywhere which is a cool feeling i'm i'm really excited about what that joy will enable all of us to do going forward i think it's going to lead to greater sense of conviction and and contentedness that'll that'll keep us present in what god is actively doing without getting distracted by Distractions that are that are that are that 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 kind of scatter you throughout the 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 ups and downs and turmoils of living. But you know, you can when you say we used to sing a song when we were kids like I got the victor living in me. Mm -hmm. I'm not Mm -hmm. ruled by what I I I feel feel or see. see. Mm -hmm. And I think that joy is such a really incredible technology for all of God's people because we don't have to be ruled by what we're feeling or seeing in the world around us because that joy is is way more realer way more realer that's not even a word but it's way <laughs> it's way bigger than what I it, it's almost blinding so. yeah
2: yeah yeah
0: so, yeah awesome did you awesome too what what was that what did that mean to you what did that day mean to you and I always look forward to your comments. <laughs> so I'm excited to hear what you have to say.
5: Um, <clears throat> that day was it was like a the culmination of a thing that had been born long ago that was living in everybody's heart but nobody could put words to it until it was time.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, it was the proof that that God is still speaking, mm-hmm. that the Bible is not the is not the word of God, that the word of God is whatever He's saying today, um, and that He's not just saying it to uh, the, the 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 elder at the top. He's saying it to everybody. One of the things that was significant about that meeting was that everybody prayed. Right. Um, they had the senior elders come up and pray, but they made sure that there was a you know we just call him regular old saint who mm-hmm. came up and prayed. Um, because it was important that we all understood that this whole movement depends on all of us and that there's no, um, I guess I could say big eyes and little use. that there was an expectation of God's exactness for every single one of us.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And um, none of it was dependent on geographic location, um, financial success or lack thereof. It wasn't dependent on education, it didn't matter uh, the color of your skin, your your context in life, whether you were young or old. Um, whether you were uh, learned in the word or whether you were brand new in the faith. None of those things were God's context. God's context was, are you coming to me with a pure heart to turn your life over? Hmm. If that's the case, then you can pray this prayer. And the faithfulness of God to make us worthy was what hit me um because we all went through an alignment process and we all saw at the at the the culmination of that alignment process things that we could still continue to work on and through and with but it was like but I know God made me ready right I know he brought me a place where I have something that I can lay at his feet and say this is what God gave me and I'm giving it back to you God because this is yours um That, you know, that the little things that we, that are not the the glamorous things in Christ, um, are the things that mean the most to him. You know, that time that you spent alone that nobody saw. Right. That, you know, the stuff that, that God brought up and changed and adjusted brought you to a place where you could publicly say a word in his name. Um the fact that we serve a God who wants to be engaged and spoken to and he wants to talk back to us and he wants to relate to us, that he's not far off with like a, like a, like a, like a, 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 a stick, you know, trying to beat us over the head to try to get us to do something, but that he wants to be one with us, mm-hmm. um, it to me is what made Christ so different than everything else that's out there. Right. You know, um, The people made it so that everybody else could get it. It's like, we're going to make sure that these songs are in enough languages that if you want to sing, you can sing. Yeah. yeah. You know, the prayers are going to be translated into as many, and it was the willingness in the hearts of the people to make sure that their brothers got it.
2: Right. That
5: was so... No one left behind. Right. It was so impactful to me. Um, Because when you're in the world, it's every man for himself. But when you come into Christ, there is a brotherhood that is a living, breathing thing. And to me, that was the greatest example of us saying, God, we don't know what's going to bring you back here, but we want you to know that we're willing to do whatever it takes to make that happen.
2: Right.
0: That's good. That's good. For me, um, that day was... A day of newness it was a day that felt like something, but it felt like nothing at all
2: mm-hmm.
0: it it I walked away feeling the same person, but lighter there was no heaviness mm-hmm. to it. in fact, I think that 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 was maybe one of the significant things of the day. It was a day to drop everything that you thought you knew and it was like day one it was forget the spirituality the 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 real the the religiousness of of what we attach to our faith of of what we how we how we um relate to god or how we think we do and it was and i think what Jatua said was was uh very good it's it was, it was a way to, if you see me this way, if you'll give me this, I will, I will help you along. I will accelerate your faith. I will bring you up. So everybody was kind of on the same playing field. Everybody had the same access. And that was really, I think, what, what, what was really superb. Like, it gave everybody access. So even though they may have had it in that day, we, we now know there's, there's, no, there's no lack. There's no, um, there's no disproportionate access. There's no um, deficiency. Um, and even though I said it didn't feel like anything, I think at the same time, there was an immediate noticeable change. It wasn't anything that I walked away like feeling like I got superpowers, but I will say that I started to perceive differently. I, I started to I, be more sensitive. Um, like Even in just the way I see my brother or sister, like just the level of love that I had, um Jitu is one of the people I speak to a lot when when I'm feeling great, when I'm feeling crazy. Um, Glenn as well. Um, and it was just so funny that when we would speak, we were experiencing the same thing. Did you hear this? Did you hear that? Yes, I did, but when you said it that way, I got something different. I got I see it a different way. And um, it was just one of those it was one of those days that was just life changing. Mm-hmm. And I think it's funny because we've been trying to have this episode for a while, mm-hmm. but it, it was really difficult. And even now it's, it, it's somewhat difficult to put into words, but there was no language for it after that. And so in a way, maybe there was a divine pause, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, to, to get to this point because what happened was not, it was supernatural. And I think that 's one of the things that i I pull away there 's a lot of times where we have church where we where we do things and it 's nice in the moment, but you know a day or two later, what was the message? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, mm-hmm. but this is something that I, and I think everybody is saying the same thing. We still feel mm-hmm. um, the outpouring from what happened that day because it did in fact make us new. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, just seeing the change within myself, within my family, hearing the kids sing songs from Congress, told, like nobody said anything. There was no music playing. It's what's coming out of them because it's in their heart. Um, and just seeing the changes, um, you know, within, within, our, within our fellowship and, and within my brothers and sisters, that's the one thing I think that's really just helped to um, – see this thing in such a way that um, it wasn't church as usual, it wasn't just another service, it was something that heaven came down to earth, and something was changed that cannot be undone. So I will now pass it over. To my pastor, who I also can't wait to hear, um, you know, what that meant to him. So, he just
4: whipped out the Bible. So. Yeah, yeah. So, so <laughs> it's about to go it. down. <laughs> <laughs> I said <he's> he <laughs> got the oh. right, okay. well, <laughs> I hear the
2: pages. You got
4: uh-huh. Two inches. Right? <laughs> two inches, so
1: ready to cut something. Uh-huh. Well, you know, in the upper realm, where the, the revelation of Jesus Christ, is documented in the, in the book of the Revelation. And we see things in mystery form that um, are describing things that we have to translate in, in the earth expressions of things. Um, but this one thing you hardly have to translate because it's clear. It deals with the issue of the prayers of the saints mm-hmm. and what happens in the realm of the heavens when the saints come together to pray. And, and this is one of the passages that was read and talked about right after the GDO because Dr. Woodruff was was pointing out this issue of the um, the um, expression of the um, the power of God that was revealed in the throne of the Lord that only the, the Lamb or the the angels spoke about the who are they it was tears and crying that John had. Because no one was there to open the seals. Mm -hmm. And no one could even hold it and interpret it. And the scripture speaks about a lamb Mm -hmm. taking this scroll. Um, And I'd like to just read a couple verses of it because um, it it speaks clearly what I'm trying to convey. In chapter 5, it said, I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back sealed with seven seals. And then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals and I looked and behold in the midst of the throne and it was four living creatures and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain having seven horns and seven eyes which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth and he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne and then it goes into this discussion of this of the living creatures and the praise that was going forward in the heavenly place, um, around the throne, when he was opening the scrolls and a and but the saints, the elders fell down before the lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. These elders in, in images around the throne had these harps and golden bowls that was filled with what the scripture calls incense or a fragrance that fills bowls now if you capture what that is i mean fragrance is kind of like a mist it's hard to mm-hmm. fill a vessel with a mist
2: mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. like
1: usually you fill a vessel with something solid like water or stones or something but mm-hmm. a fragrance filling bowls there is this imagery given to us that there is this process that is imminent and it's consistent and it's going forward this fullness of incense is also referenced in paul's writing to the corinthians that He said, we are, speaking of the apostles who are spreading the name of Christ, we are unto God a smell, a fragrance of Christ. We are authentic. We are authentically representing the process of new life and spreading it across the earth like an incense would fill a room. This prayer was filling heaven. Mm -hmm. This prayer we did on the GDO was filling heaven. And filling heaven is a process that only saints can do. God gave us that, and when we're praying, we're filling heaven, and you can imagine that the sound of that prayer on that day resounding across the entire face of the earth, 20,000 churches that would represent millions of people, we can't even count the number, all praying the same thing unto the Lord, agreeing with the process of life that God has given to us through Christ, and this fragrance is going up, and it's declaring the lordship of Jesus, and the Bible talks about this Movement where prayer is poured out upon the earth, at some point the prayer is poured out upon the earth, and so there begins a judgment process upon the earth as a result of the prayers of the saints. Mm-hmm. So what are we to take from that? Well, we're looking at all kinds of weird and peculiar things happening in our world today. Mm-hmm. True. I mean, we're not going to do a, a dot by dot, point by point, try to try to in, uh, interpret that. but if you look at the whole conglomeration of what's happening. The powers are being shaken. Mm -hmm. The principalities are trembling. Um, One devil doesn't know how to relate with another devil. Mm -hmm. All the devils are deceiving one another. Mm -hmm. (laughs) All of them are led by a lying spirit. Mm -hmm. There is no truth in all the face of the earth. Mm -hmm. All the levels of authority are clashing into one another. Mm -hmm. One nation is doubting and afraid of another nation, Mm -hmm. building warships on earth, And above the earth. Now you have a whole satellite division of warfare going on. Mm -hmm. Where we're even beyond the fact that we're fighting against your flesh and blood anymore. We're fighting against ideas, technology, the the ability to communicate. Mm -hmm. What it is in the nature of your communication. Mm -hmm. Um, These are different battlegrounds. These are not battlegrounds we're familiar with. Mm -hmm. These things are way out of control. Mm -hmm. No one can control it once it gets this far. Mm -hmm. Because no nation can exceed over the other nations. Mm -hmm. each one develops another level of depth and darkness and deception Mm -hmm. so that it has no good conclusion Mm -hmm. no one can bring this to an end Mm -hmm. except the end of the world Mm -hmm. except the prayers of the saints Mm -hmm. that are rattling or causing earth and heaven to clash the smell is emanating from the hearts of the saints Mm -hmm. going up into the heavenly place where no one is able to open the scrolls Mm -hmm. except the lamb who looks slain Mm -hmm. but he yet lives Mm -hmm. This awesome power that no one can discuss or can even look at is managed or or the process of it moving comes as a result of a prayer from the saints. Mm. No one can look at it, but the prayer of the saints Mm. can cause the movement Mm. to open the scrolls. Yeah. I mean, if you talk about what's the effect of our prayer life, what is the effect of what happened there? We will have to live to see the day. Yeah. When things can unfold and evolve as a result of what that was all about. But something has started. Some process has been launched. Something matters from what we've done. Mm-hmm. And I'm just thrilled to be able to assume the position of being re- of responding to God from a higher place.
2: Mm-hmm. I mean,
1: you have to acknowledge that you're at a higher place. And if you can assume that, if your faith can say, I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. I can accept the fact that I'm in a higher place in God. Then, yeah, that's good Stand there because as you're dealing with life, you're going to say, oh, no, wait a minute. I have to deal with life differently now. Mm-hmm. I'm in a higher place. Mm-hmm. Memories of the old life come up or memories of the past come up or some kind of thing come up and you have to remind yourself, oh, wait a minute. I made an offering. Mm-hmm. I'm standing at a higher place now. Mm-hmm. You know, you're into the future. You start talking about what you're going to do and you to suddenly you stop yourself and say, oh, wait a minute. I'm not in control of the future. I'm standing at a higher place now. This thing postures you at a place where you can hear God more clearly. Mm -hmm. Simply because you did that. You did that. You were there that day. Something changed. Something exciting happened in your life. You're not the same. You're at a different place. You made an offering. And those are the words that keep coming back to me. I made an offering of that. Oh, okay. That sets a new playing field. So what's coming forward? Um, Only God knows. But it will be by an unrolling, an unfolding of something only Christ can do. And he's doing it because we pray.
2: Yeah.
0: One of the things that I think also made, became more real to me, or maybe a a second awareness of, of, is, you know, Christ can very well come in this generation. And just the, the level of the intensity, the focus of our prayer and the fact that it was like this global thing that happened mm-hmm. um it just made it more real like you know it I think life happens and we just get caught up in the day to day you know mm-hmm. we go to church we have our our relationship with God, but it it we don't necessarily always come to think of well this thing has to end at some point (laughs) and it just became more real and Mm -hmm. and I think even just knowing that my participation Mm -hmm. mattered Mm -hmm. it was it was something that was significant even Mm -hmm. though in the grand scheme of things Mm -hmm. I'm one person in you know, a number of people in just our church and there were several churches at the location that we are and there was hundreds and thousands of 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 locations, but even you know, in the midst of all that, like my participation mattered. Mm -hmm. But was even crazier was the fact that what like two, three days ago you sent that link of um a teaching by um, Francis Chan Mm -hmm. that was almost literally Mm -hmm. everything we're doing right now. Yes. And this was 2018, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. But it was so on point. Mm -hmm. And even... It's one thing to be in Congress and hear from others, Mm -hmm. you know, um, that we're all, you know, journeying the same path and we're all in the same place. But to hear from somebody... Who's not in our camp. Not in our camp. In that
1: camp, mm-hmm. like that way.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. On another part of the body. Right, another part of the body. <laughs> On another part hearing of the body. The same thing. But hearing the same place, in That's the right. same place, with the same, the same enthusiasm, right. with the same passion, with right. the same um, um, just love. Mm-hmm. It was so awesome to see mm-hmm. and hear that mm-hmm. and to affirm it. And that it was also, it came... It, don't know where that was but that's like a ripple it's right. just kind mm-hmm. of a ripple right. and it just kind of became our present reality uh-huh. you know what I mean so uh-huh. it was really cool to see um to see God moving you know through that day but also with that same throughout the entire body of Christ yeah it's encouraging because I think a lot of times we see um the craziness in the earth and it's just kind of like it could be another four or five generations six seven eight, yeah, nine generations think, right. but I mean mm-hmm. we also sensationalize the mm-hmm. negative and mm-hmm. we also I mean the things that that bad tend to stand out a little bit more mm-hmm. but there there is I think a lot of um what the Bible speaks about happening now, mm-hmm. and I think that with the technology that we have, mm-hmm. it's a little easier to see, and it's so encouraging for mm-hmm. things like this um, that have happened.
1: If I may, Marcus, I, one of the things that I feel is, uh, I'm glad that I ran across this powerful tre- uh, pre- presentation by Francis Francis Chan, or Chan Khan, however you pronounce his last, his preferred last, preferred pronounce his last name, But if you go on YouTube, you can find a lot of his teachings there. And yes, he's coming from that standpoint of I've had enough of this. Uh, Let's be real. Let's just get real. Let's slow this thing down and get real. Let's take it word by word and understand what we're talking about here because we're all talking about this thing called the gospel and the kingdom of God. But is this thing sinking into your mind? Are you aware of what it is you have here? And let's take all of this all of this dress up that we gave it mm-hmm. away mm-hmm. and let's just settle ourselves down and think about what is, what is this thing? And then make some pretty serious choices and some departures to make sure you protect yourself from drifting back yeah. into that. Right. We got to do it this way kind of feel. And what I like about the fact is it doesn't come from our Congress camp, which has a specific mission. Now it's changing actually mm-hmm. was to create a, a, a network, which we learned just recently, that's no longer the mission here, to create a network. In fact, we're going to reduce some of the network because we're now channeling down into the lives of the churches and trying to build a more robust ministry, Mm -hmm. which is a tremendous mission. But Chan's not a part of that mission, but it is a part of the frequency of God that causes this mission. And it's so validating to know we ain't the only ones. This ain't our thing. What we did ain't our thing. We got called to a prayer meeting, but it ain't our thing. It it doesn't make us unique from anybody else. We got hooked up to something much bigger than us, and we looked over and said, oh, there's somebody else got something going on just as big, and it's just as real. Mm -hmm. And it reminds me of the scriptures where the disciples wanted to get rid of people when they came to Jesus Mm -hmm. and said, this guy's in other cities talking about you, (laughs) and they ain't a part of our group. Mm -hmm. Should we go out there and call some fire down on them? To stop that! Because we are the only ones. We're the ones with you. And Jesus stops him and says, "Hold up, guys! You do not know what spirit you're of." Mm-hmm. And that catches me. And we can have to talk about that at another time. But when we talk about the nature of the spirit of that of this thing that we're of, mm-hmm. it contradicts with other things that's also residing in you at the same time. Mm-hmm. And while you're getting the good, you got to be careful of the evil that mm-hmm. tries to creep along with yes. it, that makes the good look like, well, that belongs to you. Mm-hmm. No, it doesn't. Right. And <laughs> That's an evil thought. It doesn't belong to you. Right. What we're doing doesn't belong to us. Mm-hmm. And I think in our Congress, I mean, I would certainly love to have your listeners look closer into what we're doing as a Congress and into our church, because I think they will see a path that God will help them follow in the journey of their life that takes them beyond where they're at. I think they will find an accelerated path to get there. And I don't mean join us, I just mean find out what's working with us and they'll find their way to a better path, path I think. But it's so validating, it's so good to know that this thing isn't ours, this Mm -hmm. this grace we're following, this direction we're following, we have to be faithful to what we can understand our call to be. Mm -hmm. But we don't own anything, it's not us that's doing this. the other thought I want to say in this last comment because we're running out of time. Um, you mentioned this issue of the, uh, the honor. You mentioned this issue of the honor of being a part of that, Mark, because mm-hmm. you just said that. I remember the thought that I had on that day as everybody was gathering together in that big room and all these people were coming together and realizing, as you said, Glenn, what's really happening here is all of these venues like this one, all over the all over the world actually we were in an eastern time zone this was going to be happening at the same time in each time zone as the earth was rotating and spinning so this thing is happening now but it will keep happening and i thought of my participation in this historic move of god and remember thinking that in the day when my judgment comes and god brings this day back to say, where were you on the day of? You know how people say, where were you on 9-11? You know, where were you when it happened? Where were you on that day when the GDO took place? And I was so thankful that I could say to him I was a part of it because I would have a hard time trying to explain what was more important right. Right. that I would rather be doing that day wow. than standing here in this monumental historic day when this huge, massive turnaround was getting ready to happen mm-hmm. in the earth that we were, the body of Christ was going to participate in. And I'm thinking, what camp would I rather be in when he looks at me and shows me what was really mattering in the expanse of time, and he points out how this thing affects everything that happened from there on. Mm-hmm. What other priority could you have but being there? It's almost like the the, 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 the Lord comes, and, the, and those who have their, tra- their lambs trimmed and burning, the bridegroom comes, and they're ready to move forward. Mm-hmm. But there's another group that was preoccupied. Mm-hmm. And when the time came... <laughs> You know there wasn't enough, so I you know I just wanted to share that because I remember having that thought and feeling so fortunate Mm -hmm. that having known to be a part of this, it didn't it didn't fail on my behalf. I got there to be a part of it and felt so grateful um, that I was counted in that number on that day. Right,
4: that's that's incredible when you can you you can having seen what went on that day, Mm -hmm. it gives you perspective to how to value your own personal contribution to what went to what took place mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's such an empowering place to be in because it's it's one thing to be convinced of something but mm-hmm. when you, it's another thing to be convicted of something mm-hmm. and then to even take it a step even further it's another thing to even know what that conviction results you mm-hmm. um and it's an, I don't know I uh I don't I I don't know if I've talked about this before but I after the GDO there's so many things that facts that I knew that make sense now different after yeah. crossing that yeah. day <laughs> Yeah. Um I remember a couple years ago reading an article about um Harvard and Princeton economists who who did a study and they determined that Using their, you know, Ivy League math and, and understanding of the social science and how people operate, operate and, and psychology, they came to the conclusion that it only really takes 10% of a population to form an idea or an opinion, resolute, can't be shaken from that opinion or idea or belief in order for... That opinion or idea to eventually it's swallow like up messes. the wow. entire one hundred percent. Wow! Only ten percent. They discovered that with wow. their human science, mm. the and mm. it's such an amazing thing. <laughs> it's such a it's a tie. it's such an amazing thing. Like about how we understand ourselves. Mm. Like when you're thinking about what you bring to the table, because one person who's resolute beats nine. Yeah! Right. yeah. <laughs> wow! Yeah. You know, wow. and that that gives you a whole new reality to live in in terms of what your personal convictions can accomplish in our world. Wow! Um, that's good. Oh, 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 oh. You just dropped a bomb! <laughs> wow! Um, yeah, that's really good. So, I mean, oh. I don't. It, it's an amazing thing when you think about it, Marcus was saying, like where we are in terms of how we see ourselves in the end times It's like ten percent of the earth's population is seven, eight hundred million people like we could even start thinking about how far we are away from success in mathematical ways that increase our faith mm. <laughs> um, And the Gdo was, was was a an amazing start to being in this in this new phase of human history. Right, so, wow. Can I make a
5: comment about community? Please do. Because to me, this is what is happening right There's five of us sitting here. Um, there's people that will be listening to this. And to me, one of the things about the GDO that is so significant was that it was all of us. Mm-hmm. Because there's no such thing as um, a, a singular Christian you are a part of a body Mm -hmm. Um, and the significance of joining and being joined and committing to that joining um, makes it so that we get something we could never get alone Um, it is possible that that god may take you through a phase in your life where you are not connected to a family in christ but it should be a phase Mm
2: -hmm.
5: you know if god's taking you someplace or bringing you somewhere it is not for you to be on your own alone forever Mm-hmm. that is not a thing
2: mm-hmm.
5: um you know i mean you, you know from the from the first scriptures where they say let us make man in our image right there was no aloneness there was no singularity um when jesus spoke he said i only do what i hear my father say he was not by himself right. mm-hmm. even when he went off to pray by himself he was talking to his father he was <laughs> communing he was not alone
2: mm-hmm.
5: so there you know i just want to take that moment to talk about the gdo that it dispelled any deception about the ability of one human being to make anything happen in christ alone. Uh uh There are times if God calls you out for a particular thing where you may be by yourself but you are still surrounded in a community in that process. Even when, even though Jesus was on the cross, mm-hmm. he was the only one on the cross.
1: Mm-hmm. In that instance, John was still standing there looking him. up at him. Right, right. You know,
5: his mom was still standing there. There mm-hmm. was still a community there. There mm-hmm. was a man who came and get his body. Mm-hmm. There was still a community there, even mm-hmm. though he was the only one who could make that sacrifice. Right. Mm, right. So you may be called to one thing and I may be called to something else, but we are called to be together in that mm-hmm. thing. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, and it's like, you know, we, we're sitting here, we're kind of laughing and chuckling. You know, Pat, you got the sword out? Okay, I th- I, y'all think you got a sword. I think you got a lightsaber. But whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, but you know, it's, it's the, the one little thing that you're just thinking to yourself that you happen to make a comment on um, that you don't see as a big deal because it's just what you're thinking. Mm-hmm. But it, what it does is it becomes a puzzle piece in someone else's understanding that makes mm-hmm. it go from being a puzzle piece, which you can't tell what that is, to being a picture Right. And that's what community does. That's yeah. what the GDO was. It was mm-hmm. us saying, we are one man. Yeah.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: We are coming for you as one body. It mm-hmm. may take us all day to say it,
2: mm-hmm.
5: but we're all going to say the same thing, which is that, God, you are in charge.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: And that thing shakes the foundation of everything that thinks that it's in charge on this earth, and it really isn't. Because mm-hmm. we's like, okay. Um, one of the things that also says in Revelation is that Jesus comes, and when he comes, he comes with many, many crowns. hmm and those crowns are ours because mm-hmm. <laughs> we took them off to give them to him. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's just that, that, that process and that humbling where we receive from God a family. But that family isn't just a bunch of people who all happen to be related because somebody was born to somebody and this, that, and the third. It is a family because we have one ideal. We have one thought. We have one goal. Right. And we're all going in one place.
2: Right.
5: And that's why that 10%. Overwhelms everybody else because everybody else is like chickens. They're like pecking here and pecking over there and pecking over here We like look this is that light. Look at that light don't turn away from that light. Mm-hmm. You said earlier, I don't even know if you meant to say it, but the light is blinding. It should be. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't be able to see nothing else. You ever look into the sun and then you realize yeah. you look around and you can't yeah, see yeah, nothing yeah, else? Yeah, totally gone. Look into the sun. Yeah. You won't be able to see nothing else. Ooh. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. And that's what this process is. It's just mm-hmm. five of us sitting here. Mm-hmm. But because we all sat here, we all got something that we could not get sitting alone by ourselves. I don't care how much you talk to God. He mm-hmm. will talk back to you. He will also stop mm-hmm. if you don't make it so that you are an obedient process subjected to another person because you cannot subject yourself to God if you can't subject yourself to a man. Mm-hmm. right? And all of those things, those different pieces are what make that fragrance what it is. It's the thing you've never smelled. You know, mm. you're just like, okay, well, wow, God, that thing is the thing that made God say, we need to open these seals. We need mm. to bring this thing to an end. Mm-hmm. You know, we're not, we're not talking about four or five generations. we like hoping mm-hmm. we going to see it. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. with his uh, his impregnation of us of his process in his life and in his increase and in his bringing unity and oneness and connectedness between us that hope increases in us because he wants to come back here mm-hmm. you know he's looking for a church but he he's not like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know he's like okay well how passionate are you because mm. i'm 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 like i got you by like five times 50 times 100 times mm. you can't match my passion right. there will never be a time where we press into the face of God, and he goes, "Okay, I'm tired." yeah yeah, yeah it right. will me, never happen. <laughs> you know what I mean If it was a little thing that Stephen Gate stood up and gave a testimony about who Christ was and that made him stand up off the throne, that one thing, one man just talking about who God is, hmm. if it's hundreds of us, hundreds of thousands of us hmm. saying the same thing, this is the God who you crucified. that's him. He got up. Because he couldn't be held. Right. If the enemy had understood it, he wouldn't have went through all that. Right. <laughs> that made Jesus say, yep, Wow, that one.
2: Mm-hmm. That one. Mm-hmm.
5: And that's what we want over and over and over mm-hmm. and over again. until He's like, I can't just stand up. i got to come down there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, That's what we're looking for. And that happens in a body. It happens in a family. It happens in a community. Right. It happens when there's oneness. Because what God is trying to prove is that <clears throat> whatever the human failings are that we feel like we're looking at, Cannot be compared to the oneness that is in his heart That there's none of those things about us You know whether we were talking about like financial status, color of your skin, age You know where you are in the world Whether you in the U.S. where you can act like you're a Christian all you want to Or whether you're in Iraq where you better not say nothing to nobody else who you don't know for sure Mm -hmm. All of those things Are nothing to him In the context of his ability in the spirit To make us one And that's what the GDO was proof of And I felt like uh, listening to that teaching about, uh, from Francis Chan, whatever his name is, I apologize, um, made God, was God saying to me, I want you to know that when you laid your life down, I was talking to those people over there. I was talking to them people over there. Mm-hmm. Your word, it was like a, like you said, a bomb went off. You know, mm-hmm. it was like one little drop, but it went splash, <laughs> and it went everywhere. So that you know, when you're praying, it ain't just your people that's hearing me. I'm sending folks over there. Mm-hmm. I freed him over here. Mm-hmm. I made him fall in love with me in that way all over again. Wow. Mm-hmm. So all of these these things, they're smelling it too.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: They're smelling the fragrance. They're like, oh, I, I, got to, I got to be in the prayer. I have to go. I have to do what God said. I can't do nothing else. And that's what happened when we turned our lives over. When we said, God, whatever you want to do with us, or whatever you want to make us into, we realized, number one, that it's all yours. Right. And number two, we realized, that you can't fail, your mm-hmm. word never comes to back to you with nothing. That right. never happens, mm-hmm. and that was like proof to us, the confirmation. Like, look, you're right. I got this guy over here. He's not in your camp. He ain't heard the team. He don't know who y'all are. But our spirit speaks to him the way, same way it speaks to y'all. Just so you know, that I am doing this everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm. That I'm
5: creating that level of faithfulness all over earth. When all y'all get together, you'll be like, oh my God, it's all of us.
1: hmm hmm Good comments. Very excellent comments. That.
3: I actually had two images while you were talking, Mm -hmm. um, trying to describe how I see the image. So the GDO, the image I got in my head is um, an arrow Mm -hmm. aiming for a target. Mm -hmm. And the pressure of many coming together Mm -hmm. is squeezing the arrow to hit its target. Mm -hmm. Wow. And the GDO... If the, the pressure, the image is the pressure of it it was, it was so strong and so that it shattered mm-hmm. it shattered the uh, target mm. Mm. not only did it reach it, it, it shattered mm. it wow. mm-hmm. and then the other image I got was um, there was spots, There's a lot of spots on the ground and I see Pastor Riley is, is covering one of the spots mm-hmm. and, there's, and when you're looking on the ground there's still another spot and another brother covered that spot and then everybody else is coming covering the spot and saying God we're ready for you to come. There's Mm -hmm. no more spots. Mm -hmm. There's no Mm -hmm. more spot on the ground. Mm -hmm. So now you can do your thing. Wow. And um, so that is saying to me that we're rooted. Not only are we rooted, we're rooted and ready for the shaking. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Right. So that was the conclusion of that, that we're ready for the shaking that's about to happen. So no matter what happens around us, not only are we all covered, (laughs) we can't be moved. Mm -hmm. Right. So that's what I got. Wow. Right.
4: Yes. So, <laughs> what a conclusion! Post, post video, <laughs> and, and new prophets are being every day in our community. That's, That's amazing. Wrong. It is. Yeah, it is.
1: that is. That is brilliant. That Not is interpretation really, of tongues. Inspired. That's amazing. Inspired. Mm-hmm.
0: That I mean that, man. Mm. I love what everybody said, and I think that it it just kind of confirms one of the things that I saw as well. um Especially with some of the people who I I speak to, um, who are agnostic or atheist, um, some of the some of the the things that they use um, to kind of um, disparage me, or I don't even I don't want to use that, but some of the things that they might poke holes in is that, well, there are so many Bibles and this church is saying this, and that church is saying that, and there's so many, you know, how do we know you know, who to believe, or what to... The beauty of what happened that day is everybody was saying the same thing. We were literally singing the same songs. We were, it was a laser focus. There was nothing that was outside. Everything that, that needed to be done was done in that singular stream there was no deviation it was just like like Ron said like that arrow hit its target and like you said uh, Glenn um, I just see even if even if and I don't think it's the case but even if we were that 10% just reproducing that same thing and that seed more or less
1: Things come out of that. And I'm just going to think about that this week. Mm -hmm. Just how powerful we are without knowing it.
5: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes.
1: Yes. It doesn't look like anything. Mm -mm. But we represent something that has a law in it that we're not aware of. Mm -hmm. But when you become aware, you become a powerful reality. Mm -hmm. And I just want to think about it. And think about how that matters in terms of how I want to help those close to me become resolute, like my family. I want to take that right home to my family. Mm-hmm. I want my children to be resolute. Mm-hmm. I, I want to test their resoluteness mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in some kind of way. I want to engage them in conversations that I can determine how resolute they are, mm-hmm. not, not whether they come here or not. I want right. to know where, where right. what, 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 what are you about? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. You know, what what's really your law of life, your principle of life? You know, is it tainted? Mm-hmm. I, mean, I mean, can we uncover it here in some kind of way that we, we can get you to see what it is? Mm-hmm. Because I might find out, and you might find out that we are definitely resolute. Maybe you don't. Maybe you measure your resoluteness on some superficial kind of thing because mm-hmm. you don't go or you do go or mm-hmm. whatever. Right. But you need to go back to the basic, fundamental thing of where you are resolute. What right. in terms of what life is, and mm-hmm. or is your soul anchored mm-hmm. in the Lord? Right. And if so, what does that say about us as a family that we are stronger than we could, than we thought we were? Because we hold on to a value that should impose itself on these trivial things that make us f- fractured, yes. mm-hmm. you know, argumentative or in conflict. We should put a stop to all of that. Wait a minute. About the essential thing, we are in agreement. Yeah. Right. Why are we letting this thing disturb our peace? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. You know, let wow. the environment of this house be a peace. Yes. Because we are resolute about the essential thing. Let nothing come in to discourage us right. and disturb right. us. Right. Yeah. And, and, and take us in some level of delusion because mm-hmm. it seems to be the boss. Mm-hmm. It ain't the boss. What we're resolute about is the, the boss. boss. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, that's way, and that's how you, 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 you save yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, you go back to the essential thing. I mean, mm-hmm. Ephesians 5 talks about that. You know, let us sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs to one another. It's encouraging each other in the Lord. I mean, go back to what's most important. What you're resolute about. Is what you sing songs and hymns and spiritual things about?
2: Mm.
1: And these conflicts we get into and engage in, you know, what we having for supper, or who did this, who's late <laughs> for dinner, or who didn't, who left dirty laundry, or, uh, things that make people go ah,
5: conflict, conflict.
4: You know, mm-hmm. wait a
1: minute, mm-hmm. you know, hold up, that's not what we're about. will we tell you that
5: you, someone who's not saved, that you aren't either, because you have a wrong reaction to those small things. It'll,
1: mm-hmm.
5: it'll mess them up.
1: That, that's mm-hmm. right.
5: That is messing about, yeah.
1: Becoming an abomination to this thing. You right. thought this thing worked. It ain't working for you. I mean, right. it's a simple thing. And it'll, it'll just destroy you for a whole week. You right. can't talk. Right. What? Right. Well, I like
5: yeah. that in the world. You like that in the kingdom. Yeah. How's that? How's that <laughs> in right. yeah, <right>. yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, right. I didn't to put the red jacket on I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, my yeah. bad. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: You know. Yeah. I mean, oh, I'm just I, carrying I'm a How deep is it uh, for all, you? Yeah, right. All <laughs> based right. off of <laughs> judgments we're making off of what we perceive
4: and then allowing that to disrupt a feeling, govern feelings in our heart. Our mm-hmm. peace. Yeah. You know, so mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. Like it, it doesn't take much to, to disrupt your confidence in what another person thinks about you. And then as soon as you start pulling at that thread or, mm-hmm. or picking at that, that mm-hmm. insecurity, mm-hmm. all of a sudden it'll be, it'll be five minutes and, from when that thought dropped in your head and five minutes later all of a sudden you feel alone because mm-hmm. you don't feel like that person. Right, mm-hmm. it's
1: connected with you anymore. Mm-hmm.
4: The, 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 like the, the connection that you thought you had right. just got damaged and, right. you, and you have to go through a process of repairing it. That's right. Mm-hmm. And how many
1: times can you take that? After mm-hmm. a while you start feeling weak, I can't even do it anymore. Right. And that's why you see people grow up, grow apart mm-hmm. because they can't engage that anymore. Harden up.
4: will actually convince themselves that being alone is their strength. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right.
1: Yes, that's right. real delusion. But getting back to the essential thing of what I'm resolute about. I mean, is Jesus Christ Lord? That's the thing that you have to be resolute about because uh-huh. out of that become, is a wellspring of life. Mm. Out of that one thing, it conquers all of these demons mm. that are trying to destroy our faith. That's right. Wow. That's right. And, 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 and families have to talk about it. Mm. Families and households. Households have to come to this kind of discussion and say we will not let those things bother us anymore. Those things are devious; they lie. They're lying spirits come to destroy us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if we let that thing in and and control the way we feel about each other, and talk to each other, and think about each other, it's winning. Yes. And at the same time, we say we're resolute. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> both can't be true. You both can't be true.
5: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love how whenever whenever god speaks he is always spiritual and practical he is never like uh he may describe himself as a myth but when it hits you you feel wet mm-hmm. you know um because you know we're having these moments where we're making these these uh, spiritual uh principles visible but there's always a place where god says okay but this is how you do that you know, you can't say this one thing and then go do this over here. And mm-hmm. he always brings it to a point where, you know, when you sit down and you think about that thing and you look at me through the activities of your day, these certain things, can just they just can't be on your list of things to be concerning yourself with. Mm-hmm. That's not what builders do, you know. The builders is not picking dandelions. That's just not a real thing. You know, mm-hmm. so oh my God, we got weeds. You know, mm-hmm. you have to be resolute. that this is the building, we're laying foundations here. Mm-hmm. We're putting up walls. Mm-hmm. We need to have walls that are measured properly. Mm-hmm. You know, um, the level of God's ability to speak at every place within us is um, what makes him who he is. And it's, it's what the thing that we can use at all times to know whether we're hearing from him or not to know whether we're hearing an opinion or whether we're hearing the word of God, the rhema word that's coming in that moment, we can say, okay, well, if God said that, then he's practical. He He's not just going to say something I can't do nothing with. Mm-hmm. He's going to take me to a place where there's an application where I'm going to be able to measure whether or not I'm living according to what I said. He always will do it. And I, I'm just grateful even to hear that, even in this moment where we, we've talked about, you know, it's all of these people and we're all saying these prayers and we're all singing these songs. But at the end of the day, it was like, well, you have to live your individual life in a way that looks this way in order for you to be able to make that statement and call yourself a part of this community. You will always be able to measure that. It will never not be a situation where you go walk away and say, I'm not sure if that was God or not, because it'll be measurable. He'll give you something to make you say, See, that was me.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: And more we stay in the presence of His voice and His light, the easier it will be to pick out when it ain't.
2: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, mm-hmm. um, I was thinking, and He gave me this picture of. Because I was like, why do you need me to be in my work like this? And he said, well, if I wake you up every day, and you walk into a room with a 100-watt bulb in it, and you wake up and you walk into that room every day with a 100-watt bulb, when somebody goes and puts in a 60-watt bulb, you will know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's dim in here, right? Yeah. But, if go, <laughs> but if you only go into that room once a week, mm-hmm. and you go look at that bulb, you will know something is off. Mm-hmm. You will not be able to put your finger on what it is. And he mm-hmm. said, the longer you go without going into that room to look at that 100-watt bulb, The more foreign it will look to you, you will be able to tell me everything in the room. You won't be able to tell me whether the light is right. And I'm just like, you know what, God? You are able to make yourself clear to us. Mm -hmm. Um, One of the things that the scripture says is you have no need of any man to teach you, Mm -hmm. which means you will have teachers. Mm-hmm. You will have people who give the word of God But it's God that is teaching you Right. Mm-hmm. The man can talk to you all day long If mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit doesn't open up your mind If you're not broken to a place where he can look into your head And say I don't like that And you can say you're right, mm-hmm. that's wrong Then you are You will know within yourself That you will see other people migrating and processing it And wonder why you're not over there
2: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: And that's what the Holy Spirit does He makes it so that um, Unlike the world Where you need to wait for the next volume to come out <laughs> you will always be in a place, no matter how much uh, information you have, where you can know him. Because if you go and look at that light, whatever the light is that you have, you go look at it every single day. If somebody tries to change it, you'll say, "Nope, that's off. I don't, I, I don't know. I ain't hear Francis Chan, but whatever I got, whatever I heard, I can look at that light every single day. And if I make sure that I look at that light every single day, if something is off, I will know." If somebody puts a little piece of religion in there or somebody tries to create a tradition of something that God didn't say, like, why, how come y'all ain't wash your hands? And he's like, you kidding me? You know, you will be able to see that and you will be able to know him exactly for who he is. He will not be a stranger to you because his word says that when I come here, you're going to look like me, so you're going to know what I look like. And ain't going to be like, oh, that's Jesus. You're going to be like, yup. You know what I mean? Because you're going to already look like that. Jesus is not confused about how this thing is going to end. And he's bringing us to a place where you know, like the song we sang today where we're looking at the world and we see the shaking and we're going, yep, that's because Jesus is coming back. Right. You know, we're not talking about, you know, uh, trying to save the world. We're talking about saving souls to Christ. You know, the world is going to pass away. It has to.
2: Mm-hmm. Right.
5: But in that same instance, you know, it's like, but we want to save the people. Mm-hmm. Right. We want them to know the fragrance of Christ. So if they get to see it, You know, nobody wants to smell anything that Mm (laughs) stinks. You know, but everybody's like, oh, that's wonderful. Mm -hmm. You know, a a good meal, a a perfume, a friend that you love, a person who has a smell, and you smell that smell, and it it immediately brings you to the mind of them. That's what Christ is. Mm -hmm. When you smell that smell, you go, yep, and it takes you back to a place. It doesn't just take you to the person. It's a situation, all the things that you feel about them, that he wants that type of closeness and intimacy with us. But all it takes is a smell that's why you know revelation is like it's a mist. this is male really mm-hmm. you know i want it to be something that small mm-hmm. something intangible but that was jesus wait a minute mm-hmm. hold on everybody mm-hmm. stop moving everything mm-hmm. the lord is talking mm. excellent excellent
0: well thank you all so much for joining us for another episode of Unchurch podcast um i hope that you received something and that um that you were blessed and thank you all for um, coming in and, and sharing your hearts. Um, stay tuned for another episode. Thank you.